Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. It's National Signing Day, which really, really shouldn't be a holiday that you celebrate with drinking. That would be a little weird if you were out celebrating what 17, 18-year-olds are doing, especially like only like one or two of them. Reflect on your life if that's the case. Maybe you're just sad and depressed and you know seasonal depression's got you and you're in the bottle or drinking or maybe working late and just tired and get pulled over. And next thing you know, bada boom, bada bing, you are facing a DUI. Well, you're going to want to do everything in your power possible to get the best result possible. Hiring Marcos Garza is ensuring that you are doing the best thing you possibly can to get the best result possible. Garzalaw.com, 865-530-8200. Before you say guilty, say Garza. He also does personal injury. He also does criminal defense. Let's get to the show. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Wednesday, February the 5th. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. Seth, I'm happy we got that win for you last night as Tennessee Rick Barnes and the boys went out there and uh, kicked Alabama's ass by one point. Never in doubt. It was never in doubt. Found a way to win. Well, I disagree there. I feel like it was in doubt for a little while. I was very, very close to turning it off in the first half. Yeah, I was worried that we had had our will broken from the second half of the Mississippi State game. Yep. And I was... When we cut it down, you know, it was kind of like, well, we cut it down close enough that I'm going to have to keep watching the rest of this game, even though we're going to lose. And then we just kind of kept chipping away, kept chipping away. Um, Big John Fulkerson just finding a way. What do you have, six straight points at the end of the first half, eight straight points at the end of the first half? Um, The huge buzzer beater. At the end of the first half, kept us in it. Jordan Bowden had six steals. He still can't shoot, but he found a way to score, and he had a ton of steals. It was just an, an ugly game. I don't know how they won. You look at the box score, it's hard to believe that they won. Oh, yeah, the box score would tell you that you were in trouble, at least the shooting numbers, but then you see that you shot 24 more free throws and you know grabbed – 17 offensive rebounds, I believe it was, at least 10 more than uh, than what Alabama did, and that's just a lot of extra shots and a lot of extra possessions, and then it starts to make a little sense. 
Season's still alive. The Kentucky game will have some juice now. I was worried that that would be an afterthought. Saturday should be a good atmosphere. Tennessee has a chance to get a top 30 win. Tennessee has a chance. You know, the last nine remaining games, I believe seven of them are top 50 opportunities. So Tennessee could start reeling off some quadrant one wins and, and, and bolster that resume. You know, we might be – last night might have been an aberration. It might have been Alabama played like shit and let us win, and maybe we still suck. Maybe. And, you know, that's very, very possible, but at least you can care for at least two more games. Yes. I was looking back at the schedule this morning, and um, if Tennessee – I don't think Tennessee will win this weekend. If they were to win this weekend, then you have to think that they would likely win – at home the following Tuesday or Wednesday against Arkansas, and then we play, like, Vanderbilt next after that. I mean, like, Tennessee or, or South Carolina, then Vandy. I mean, Tennessee could could really be sitting there at, like, 16-9. and nine, We're not going that far. Comes. We're not going that far. We're going one game at a time, Seth. One game at a oh, time. Oh, I know. I know. you got to win just... on Saturday. But, like I said, at least you can care for two more weeks because I, I think we're at the point – where Tennessee can't really afford consecutive losses. So um, we will care Saturday. And if Tennessee loses to Kentucky, it'll be a must-win game against Arkansas. And if they beat Arkansas, we'll continue the streak. If not, the season will be over. Yeah. We are taking this one game at a time in two-game increments, if that makes sense. I think I, my Are you following along point one game that, at a time, two-game increments? The, of the two-game increment that we're about to go into, both of them are at home. But we're only focused on one game. We're only focused on Kentucky. It's one game at a time. Kentucky at home, yes. Hopefully we can win. It would be it would be amazing to have to have lost these three straight games and to beat Alabama and Kentucky would be quite the, the turnaround. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rick Barnes is still not lost at home against Kentucky. Correct. Well, there you go. So, I guess we'll be winning. I'm not even worried about Saturday. Did you look at Did you look at the the Missouri Texas A and M game last night? I saw that. Uh, I, I was doing the post game show last night, and I saw that with seven minutes left in the first half, it was thirteen to twelve, and I said yuck. And then I saw that Missouri lost by like seventeen. They had 18 points at, at halftime. They had 18 points at halftime. In honor of brother G-Man. Conzo! They have lost out of their last seven games. They have lost six. And they have lost those six by 27, 14, 2, 23, 22, That was impressive. Per my recording, it says I went for 15 seconds. That was impressive. That was for Brother G-Man. So they're going through it, you know, and 
they can't fire Conzo Martin. So, uh, man, you hate to see it. The good news is they have Eli Drinkwitz as their football coach, and that that video of him getting excited <laughs> over that over that player is making the rounds too. So. Did you what did you think about that video? Because I, I I'm not sure what my mind is. I don't, I don't I'm sure I'm, I'm not sure what I think about it yet. What did you think about it? I think he's a weirdo. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, that that was pretty obvious. That was obvious before that video, though. I mean, apparently the guy they won for was a guy that Alabama was after, right? I saw that he had gotten um, like several offers in the last week. Texas Red patron in the Discord said that he had gotten seven big offers this last week. So he was one of the guys that was trending very, you know, trending upwards very strongly over this last recruiting period. Yeah, I mean, he just looked really goofy, like, in that sweater, like, it it, it just, like, the way it's filmed, him going crazy, like they had actually, like, won a game or something, coach, I'm coming home, like, just dorky, man. Just absolutely dorky. It's all about family. It's all about family. That's what they said. It's all about the family, which, you know, we love the Fast and Furious. This is a motto we can get behind. It is. It is. It is all about the family. Um, but speaking of recruiting, Vols had a good day. Yeah. I, I would say we uh, are working with back-to-back wins after last night's basketball game and then the way today's signing day went. Yeah. Uh. Very good, too. I kind of got nervous about Weidman and Kiffin. You know, I thought maybe Kiffin had pulled some tricks, but no, Big Germ, Big Germ didn't let that happen. We are still waiting for our first Kiffin cucking. It hasn't happened yet. Maybe it won't happen at all, but not today, Lane. Not today. Not today. Um, Always nice to get a top 100 player that you have, that you recruited for like a month. And able to flip him from Florida State and and keep him from Oregon and Ole Miss. I mean, he looks awesome. That dude looks awesome. He looks awesome at basketball too. He looks. I, I don't know if he'll be awesome at basketball, but I think he looks like an awesome athlete. Yeah, he, he looks. He looks very, very, very athletic. You know, watching um, those recruiting videos or whatever the hell they're called, your highlight mixtape, your high school mixtape, uh, football, you could kind of be impressive, but. Basketball, the athleticism jumps off the of the tape. You know what I mean? Like you could watch him run his routes and you know try to cross people up or try to juke people in football, and it looks fine. But then you pop on the football tape or the uh, excuse me the basketball tape, and you're like, okay, this guy's a freak athlete. Yeah, yeah, he does look very, very, very athletic. Um, it ended up being a really good. Uh, a really good wide receiver class for Tennessee. Both Callaway and Hyatt were not that highly rated when they when they committed, and they ended up being highly rated by the time it was all said and done. And then they added Weidman on top of it, and then you have Jimmy Holiday and D Beckwith. A really a really good wide receiver class to replace what you had leaving. So a good day from Jeremy. If only Pretty we had impressive. a quarterback to throw them the ball. Oh wait, we signed a five-star quarterback as well. We we have a five-star quarterback and maybe a five-star running back. Maybe a five-star running back <laughs> that maybe will play here and 
maybe he just never makes it to college at all to play football. Who knows? We'll see what happens with Zachary. You know, ever since you talked about the XFL with him, it seems like he should go to the XFL. Let's go to the XFL, Zach. Just That seems like perfect. Go play for the Renegades or whatever the Dallas team is named or the Houston team, whichever one is closer to wherever he lives. There's some Roughnecks, and there's some, I think it's the Roughnecks. Roughnecks, okay. Are you going to watch? Yeah, I'll watch. I'll check it out. I am too. I am too. I am a uh, fan of WWE, so I will support Vince McMahon. Yeah, I love Vince McMahon. I love Vince McMahon. The guy's just, he goes and gets things, he just goes and gets things done. I hope, I hope the XFL works out this time. For him, and I hope I hope Zachary goes to the XFL if he doesn't if he decides not to play at UT. I saw today that Vince McMahon said he is, or not Vince McMahon, but it was reported that the XFL is going to embrace gambling and have the point spread and the over under up on the bottom line on the scoreboard, and have their announcers frequently talk about it. That's awesome. Well, I think it's something they're going to have to do because I think they're going to have to have the degenerate gamblers watching, and the people you know, even you know. Maybe not people betting thousands of dollars, but people who bet ten, fifteen, twenty dollars, they're more likely to watch a game if they're gambling on it. And I think that's just a fact. And if the XFL tries to work hand in hand with that and draw those, attract those gamblers, that would probably really help them, especially starting out. Yeah, let's get to some early patron questions while we're talking about it. Uh, Jay Clowers, my man Jackie, wants to know has Winky earned himself a reprieve from the guillotine. Is he off the chopping block after getting Wadman and cucking his alma mater, Florida State? No. 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 That's a resounding no. No, that's that's one player. That is not just a no, that is a hell no from Seth Hughes. This one player isn't even at the high school where he was the head coach. If he gets Drake May... To decommit from Alabama, five-star quarterback in the next class. If if he gets Drake made to decommit from Alabama and and commit to Tennessee, then sure, then sure. That's it. That's the only way he gets off the chopping block. That's the only way he is spared from the guillotine. I mean, I don't I don't know who else he's recruiting. I don't I don't know who else he's recruiting. He's gotten one guy that we know of. It's a pretty good guy. Yeah, it, it was nice. It was nice. The guy. It was cute. The, it was cute. Weidman also gave a lot of credit to T. Martin. I mean, he we've we've gotten one player from IMG. What's the what number is this for T in terms of his? Is this, is this his first big signing or? I don't know. I mean, I think everybody would agree he's been underwhelming too. I wasn't sure. I, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't think people would say that T's earned the money he's getting or whatever. But I'm more inclined to give T. Martin more time than than Chris Winkie. Sure. Too. Sure. Um, I mean, I guess Chris Winkie is gonna be a coach here next year. His contract expired, um, so I guess he's gonna sign an extension or whatever. But maybe not. Maybe as soon as uh, we get the signature from his one recruit, we will say, "All right, thank you, Winkie. Goodbye." But nobody really seems to know much about you know what Rocker and Winkie are gonna do. That would be pretty funny if Jeremy sent him packing after delivering him a a top 100 player that would be hilarious also <laughs> i would get a good laugh out of that martin antonio quitting the day before the second signing day how did their signing day go today have we seen i have no clue i have no clue but let's let's look it up here right quick as you're talking Ooh. i'm just going to speculate out loud 
Is Luke Fickle getting that job? Is that going to be Luke Fickle's job? That's what Kirk Herbstreit was speculating about last night. I that saw, makes a ton of sense. I saw Matt Campbell turn them down. Yep. And apparently Narduzzi isn't really interested either. That surprises me. Well, maybe maybe I just saw Narduzzi said he put out a statement. or I didn't actually read it, but you can't really leave in February. That's like a scumbag move. You know what I mean? They are 10th in the Big Ten with 22 commits, 22 three-stars. Michigan State football. So, um, coming in hot on the heels of um, of our boy P.J. Fleck, who had 24 commits, 22 being three-stars, and two being four-stars. Iowa had 21 commits with 23 stars and one four-star. Can you uh, can we get an update on USC just while you're there? Can you go to the Pac-12 and get us a USC update? USC came in hot, tenth overall in the Pac-12. Oh wow! With they, they caught fire. With they a whopping thirteen overall commits. Did you see the stat about the state of California? No, I did not. There were thirty-one four and five stars, so four slash five stars uh, in the state of California. You want to take a guess at how many USC got? One or two? Two. You want to take a guess at how many UCLA got? Zero. They got two. They uh, got two. Okay. Stanford, you want to take a guess at how many they got? One. One. Okay, you're doing good. Cal, you want to take a guess at how many Cal got? I would think zero. Zero. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, now take a guess how many Big Herm Edwards got from Arizona State. <laughs> Three or four? Seven. Wow. Herm Edwards flopped the hog out. Oh, wow. They were fourth in the Pac-12. Herb Edwards got seven total, four slash five stars from California. All of the schools in California got a combined five. Big Herm. Big Herm. Um, Oregon got... Oregon several. had three five stars. Yeah, Oregon, Oregon was balling. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon has a really good class. And I know, like, the, there's, like, two five-star quarterbacks in the city of Los Angeles. One went to Clemson, one went to Alabama. <laughs> I imagine uh, UCLA was licking their chops like, man, we got Chip Kelly. USC's got this dumbass Clay Helton. We're about to own the city. Nope. I, what was USC doing only taking 13 players? I don't know. I don't know. Are they, are, are they going to try to go full transfer portal? I have no clue. I'm sure it wasn't by design. I'm sure it's not. it wasn't the plan. But, I mean, usually this is pretty maddening, right, when you see, like, what's going on with – you know, in the SEC, this always happens with, with Gus, right, where you know – or at least you feel like the coach is on the hot seat. I can't imagine going and signing at USC if I'm a good player for Clay Helton, knowing that he has one year left. Apparently, hardly anyone else can either. Right, and that's surprising because we always say that about Auburn, yet they still get big-time recruiting classes. It, it, it's sickening. It really is sickening. What, you know, like, at, at what point are they just going to fire? At what point is Gus going to have a little pride and just be like, y'all can go to hell. I'll go somewhere else. That's not an easy place to win. As long as they keep giving him checks, he'll stay. They're, uh USC's top-rated player was the number 45 overall player in the nation. A wide receiver from California. Their second top recruit was the number 352 overall player in the nation, an offensive guard. Yeah, not going well. Not going great for USC. 
They did sign a three-star kicker. Oh, that's good. That's good for them. I am really interested to see how this works out for Herm Edwards at Arizona State because I think everyone thought that was going to be a disaster when he got hired, and he has done nothing but exceed expectations, and now he is going to have good talent, and he hired Marvin Lewis, and he's going to have good NFL coaches there coaching against idiots in in the Pac-12, and he might become, you know, really good. He might win nine games soon. Um, That quarterback is good. You know that, that that quarterback he was a big time recruit too. I think he was a, he was I'm pretty sure he was top 100 in, last year, and he was from California. Um, he can play. I mean, they were five and one this year, and they kind of fell apart down the stretch, losing to UCLA and Oregon State, and finishing seven and five in the regular season. They really had a shot there to. But he's done better than anybody ever thought, and surprisingly, he can recruit. But, I mean, I guess maybe not surprisingly, he does seem pretty charismatic. Yeah, I, I was surprised. I mean, I didn't think he would go out and actually recruit, though, which maybe he's still not. Maybe he's not leaving campus. I don't know how he's doing. But I did think that if Herm Edwards talked to your mother, your mother would fall in love with Herm Edwards. Yes, yes, completely agree. Like anybody who is getting recruited from a family aspect, Herm Edwards would have that charm to woo your mother, your grandmother, and probably has the respect of your father. He's very charismatic, and he's a very good guy. Very good guy. Hel- so good for Herm. Hel- good for Herm. Hello. Hel- hello. You play <laughs> to win the game. Hello. Last uh, patron question about signing day before we move on. Ryan wants to know, do you miss the old signing day format? Uh, no, it's just moved up to November. December. Yeah, December. Idiot. No, I mean, no, not really. Like. It's weird, I mean, but it's... I, I kind of like this better. You get two of them. You get the big one in December, and then you can focus on a couple guys. Usually, they're big guys that you're after. They're big targets, you know what I mean? They might not be five stars, but they're usually four stars that you're after. You know, last year, you were after, you know, Henry T. And Darnell Wright didn't sign until the end. Right, so Tennessee's had some pretty good luck. So, I'm going to say I don't miss it because, so far, Tennessee has dominated this the last two years. This is back-to-back years that Pruitt has not given himself much slack and basically had to close like a madman to have a class, and he's done it two years in a row. He has closed like a madman. It's really been impressive that basically they have given themselves no wiggle room, and he's gone out and not needed any wiggle room because he's been getting everybody that he wants. Some people are better as an animal with their back against the wall. Jeremy Pruitt is just like the possum or raccoon that you find in your shed that you try to chase off of the porch, but then he wants to fight you. That is Jeremy Pruitt when it comes to February recruiting. That's right. He is a cornered possum or raccoon that is ready to gnaw your face off to survive. He might play dead every now and then like the possum, but when you start poking him, I'll show you the teeth. It's time to go. Poor South Carolina got Jordan Birch to commit, like, again today, like the number – oh, he's like a top five overall player in the nation. And yet again, he is still not signed with South Carolina. He's the guy, from, he's the guy from Columbia, right? He's from Columbia. He goes to school with Muschamp's son. They're basically just waiting on him 
Muschamp's son was going to Georgia, right? Yeah. That's yeah. that same that same son. Yes. I was wondering. I saw. So this is the guy who on in December he committed but wouldn't sign, and so the same thing happened again today. He just reiterated his commitment, but still isn't signing. The same thing has done. The same thing has happened again. He left the school without signing. Um, so what's the thought process there? Uh, is he, he going to show up at class? Is he going to try to find another school? Like what's happening? I nobody knows. Bert said he sent in his letter. Um, Muschamp hasn't said his name because the letter hasn't arrived yet. Sure. So um, there's not. Uh, letter of intent saying he signed. This is the um, this is the second time he's done it. So, I mean, <laughs> he's done everything. He signed the piece of paper. He just hasn't sent it in. We will monitor. All right, let's get to some patron questions. Uh, before we do, let's shout out the new patron. And we got three patrons that have upped their pledge. Patreon.com slash Reeds Ranch. Let's start with Roe Collins the fourth, who has upped his pledge from two dollars to five dollars. Shout out to Roe Collins the fourth. We appreciate you and we love you. Shout out to uh Chris Kilby, who edited his pledge from two dollars to five dollars. Shout out to brother Chris Kilby. Just had a baby. My man just had a baby. Well, during football season. B- BYU weekend. I mean, it's it's been a while now. It's been a while, but it's still a baby. She just got baptized. It's, it's, you know, or you know, it's just it's just a baby. Shout out to Chris. Brother Kilby is, uh, he, he helped put the baseball porch thing together. He is the one that got the tickets. I'm happy to pay him. We are keeping signups open till the 15th. If you are interested in our next patron hangout, I don't think, Seth, you're not going to be up here for that, are you? I will be on vacation. You will be on vacation. I will hold it down. We will be there for Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt Saturday game. Apparently Vanderbilt's number one in the country. So we got 40 spots. Uh, sign up either on Patreon or on the Discord and I'll do the accounting and figure out the spots and all that uh, coming up on the 15th. So uh, sign up if you want there. Brother Jacob Pointner upped his pledge from $5 to $10. Shout out to Brother Jacob. We appreciate you, and we love you. Chris's baby is a boy, not a girl. It's I not. We're, we've moved on from Chris. We're talking I about Jacob. I screwed it up. I screwed we it up. Have, but I, I love Jacob. I love Jacob. He's been posting a lot in NBA. Jacob. I know, and I, I'm, I'm happy to see that he does not hold my Celtics hate against me. Um, and that he has upped his pledge and that he still loves us, even though uh, he is a big Celtics fan and I do despise the Celtics. I'm glad he doesn't hold that personally against me because I love him like a brother and I don't hold it against him that he roots for the Celtics. And then we got new $5 patron, Lane Kelly. Shout out to Lane. We love you and we appreciate you. I believe Lane is the guy who joined the Discord this week and then everyone immediately ran off. Good work, good work, assholes. Did you see? Did you see when that happened? I believe I, that was Lane that that happened to. I did not know. All the jerk offs in the Discord ran off our new patron. He came. He had some type of thing that does something with tweets. I didn't exactly understand it, but was immediately bombarded and chastised. And I haven't seen him post since then. So good job, jerk offs. Yeah, good job. It's probably Jackie doing it. There was many people, many people doing it. I just want Lane to know we love him. Come back to the Discord. Uh, the bullying only lasts for, you know, a couple days. All, all new Discorders get bullied for a couple days. Some people then decide it's always like that and don't come back. Others try to stick it out and hope it gets hope it gets better. Come, come back, Lane. 
you see any uh, questions you want to get to? Um, Will Warren ask how many muted words hashtags do you have on Twitter? Oh, a ton. A ton. I, I have zero. I mute accounts. I don't mute words. I mute words. My favorite word that I have muted is Alvin Kamara. <laughs> I don't know why I have that muted. I guess I was tired of seeing his name. <coughs> Kamara, huh? Kamara, whatever. Well, no, I mean, no, I think it's Kamara. Oh, okay. I just meant that you have him muted, the, 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 the word Kamara. Yeah, I have um, most of, apparently looking at it now, most of my muted words are Game of Thrones related. Are you um, trying to avoid spoilers or are you just tired of people talking about it? I guess I also have the word abortion muted. <laughs> so you don't want to hear about abortion, okay. Uh, and then I have a lot of muted accounts. I mute a ton of those ads that are um, promoted on the timeline. Yeah. I had to block Baby Nut this week. I had to block the Baby Nut. And then if there is like a World War or like or a Civil War parody account of like someone. General I, Pruitt has been blocked as well. Yep. General Pruitt's he's muted. Yep. I get rid of oh, that. Oh, you just mute? You, you don't block? You want to you keep the follower numbers up? And then I have people muted that I, I legitimately, I have no idea why. Seth afraid to throw the block because he wants to keep the, his follower numbers up. I respect it. No, these when are like have, when John Legend. 20, is, when, when you have over twenty thousand, like I do, you just block them. You don't. You don't worry about the numbers. You know, like uh, John Legend is muted. You really showed John Legend. I don't know why though. Uh, TJ LSU Dad is muted. He doesn't follow me, but that guy, he, he's annoying. Why not just block? I don't know, because muting is just easier, isn't it? I mean, they they both require a click and a scroll and a click. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'll. Maybe I can just start blocking. I mean, I guess for this for this purpose, it it, it provides the same thing. It's not like TJ LSU Dad's probably going through your tweets trying to find stuff on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just go straight block. I've never muted a word or hashtag though. Yeah, like literally, I have abortion muted, Alvin Kamara muted, and then nothing but Game of Thrones stuff muted. In terms of words, I, I I don't know why. What what are the Game of Thrones words? Like I little little finger, Night King, Cersei, Arya, Stark, Arya. Game of Thrones, Arya. 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 Like I have like Arya. You ever watch the fucking show? My bad, dude. Damn. Arya. I don't know if I know how to mute words, so I'd never have done it. Uh, if I could, I would have done it for a couple things, but I just I just I power through it. I've got most of my most of my timeline is not annoying. I, I I take good care of my Twitter timeline. If I follow somebody and I and I don't know them, you know, every now and then I'll ra- randomly follow people. If they get on my nerves, I unfollow them. If I know them and they get on my nerves, I mute them. If they suck, they're gone one way or the other. Uh, if you don't suck, I interact with your tweets and I read them. I don't interact with all of them, but I read them and. Uh, that's good. Otherwise, I don't need you. Just mute, 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 unfollow, mute, 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 block, 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 mute, mute. I take care of my timeline. I'm on Twitter too much to uh, be on there with people I do not like. AJ wants to know, Seth, would you uh, keep the bear filter or your girlfriend? The bear filter on Snapchat. 
Is this an inside joke that I'm unaware of? Yes, I would keep the lady. You prefer you you like taking pictures of yourself looking like a bear? Is that yeah. is that the joke? Don't you love bears? No, I don't dislike bears, but I don't love them. Is it a brown bear, a grizzly bear, a polar bear? Can you mix it up? No, nah, it's just a it's just a big old grizzly. A grizzly? Okay. You know, like the NBA team that's currently projected to make the playoffs. I don't know if they're currently projected to make the playoffs, but they're currently in the eighth seed. That's what I meant. You know. Maybe they're going to be projected. I mean, they got a two-and-a-half game lead. I think that someone will eventually catch them, but maybe not. Maybe they won't. Did they get rid of Andre Iguodala? They have not yet. The trade deadline is 3 o'clock, although I think they're uh, in the NBA channel on the Discord. I just saw a report that uh, apparently the Heat are coming strong after Iguodala. Mm, interesting. Interesting. I liked John Morant. I, li- I like his swag. I do too. I, I liked him saying that. Don't bow him. down to anyone. Don't, don't bow down. I agree. Uh, OG Matt wants to know if you're forced to permanently leave the U.S., which countries would you consider living in? We'll just say country. Uh, countries, give me two. You get two countries. New Zealand and England. Yeah, New Zealand and England. Picturing you in England is pretty funny. It it would be it would be it would take an adjustment. I would enjoy looking uh, watching you sing for the Queen. <laughs> New Zealand and England. New Zealand would be an amazing place to live. I will, okay, New Zealand's cool. I'll go with that one too and uh Canada. Okay. I just I like North America. The Raptors are cool enough. You could still go to the U.S. if you needed to. Hey, listen, I'm not going to hate on on Canada. I've been British Columbia is awesome. I've never been to Van- Vancouver, but Victoria is a very very nice city. Um, the country in British Columbia is gorgeous. Montreal would be a fun place to live. Get to be around the French. Um, I'm not going to hate on Canada. You like the French? I do. I respect the French. So why wouldn't France be one of your answers? Why'd you pick England? Because I would just prefer... Why, why didn't you pick Italy? I would prefer an, a, a country that speaks English. Fair enough. Good answer. Good answer! Good answer! And both New Zealand and England are English-speaking countries. Along those same lines, I guess, Chad wants to know, what's your least favorite race? The Chinese. Chinese are up there. The Japanese are one of my favorite races, though. So I respect East Asians. I have two answers. Pocono. Pocono. I think that's a really boring race. Although it was fun when I used to play the NASCAR video game because you could really get your speed going up on those straightaways. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the rat race. I hate I hate the rat race. Just trying to race to the top, you know. Try to get that cheese. <laughs> That's an amazing. 
uh, impersonation of a ra- of a rat. Thank you. That's me being uh, Pete Buttigieg. Mixing a little politics in. <laughs> that was talking politics with John and Seth. <laughs> okay, Pete. <laughs> okay, Pete. <laughs> we, 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 we won the caucus. Oh, man. Okay, Pete. Man, can you imagine voting for gay Pete? We should probably <laughs> move on. <laughs> we should probably move on. <laughs> Gay Pete. <laughs> Talking politics. <laughs> we won the Iowa caucus. I mean, like I promised you the other night. I guess it was is last night when they announced the the sixty two percent of caucus results that were out and I had the quote tweet pulled up, and I had gay, t- I had gay Pete ready to f- ready to fire off, and I was like, "Oh shit, I, I better not call him that." I yeah, I feel like you probably shouldn't climb that here either. That's like the fourth time you've said it. Well, you called him a rat. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that's, case you, that's not a thing about a se- his sexual preference. In case you didn't know, he is a homosexual. <laughs> I yes, I'm aware. I mean, it's he like ta- calling. He talked like, about his. He talked about his first gentleman. It's like calling me White Seth Jackson. I believe was his name. I thought his name was like Chastin or something. Oh, maybe it was. I thought the crowd was chanting Jackson. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's um, it's Chastin. Oh, okay. Well, I was watching his speech on midnight at, at midnight, and I thought they were chanting Jackson, oh, but I don't man. know. Man, Chastin's last name is Budage too. He changed his last name. How does that work? You, you got a guy who's running for off. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's just let's just move on. Uh, Caleb asks, other than a loss, what's the threshold for JG after the Charlotte game that will be wanting Harrison Bailey to start in Norman? I'm um, we'll say that uh, he has very little. He has, he has very little wiggle room. <laughs> Marwan wants to know why do women lie. I don't know, Marwan. That's a good question, though. I don't mean to belittle your question because that is a good question. The even going back to the the great Greek civilizations, the classic Greek civilizations of old. That's like the the number one question that Plato and Aristotle and all those dead Greek dudes argued about more than anything else was why do women lie? And we don't know. We don't know. Troy wants to know what's your favorite part about doing this podcast. The people. The people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the people. For me, it's definitely the money. They haven't canceled me yet. Y'all haven't canceled me yet. No, but sometimes I have to go through and edit you out. Sometimes. Sometimes, but very rarely. You haven't edited anything out since I called. Why would you say that? I have to go back and edit that now. 2020, bro. <laughs> Producer, cut that out. I don't want to be stuck here. I love I the people. I don't want to be people. stuck here editing all night because I'm about to go play basketball. I'm going to be tired when I get back. Oops. I won't say it again. Mine's definitely the money, though. That Patriot money does We love Marcos nice. Garza. We love the patrons. That's the best. Uh, Scholar wants to know how's the elbow feeling 
Feeling better, feeling okay. Uh, got back in the gym yesterday for the or Monday for the first time in a while, and my elbow's been really hurting. I tried to curl some weight, couldn't do it. Couldn't even curl 15 pounds. My elbow was hurting so much. No, it was, and I'm like, oh, this this is awful because I need to you know get the body tight, need to lose some weight. I only got like a month before my 30th birthday. I got to hit my weight loss goal for the year, and couldn't lift, couldn't lift 15 pounds. And then Tuesday I went back and I was like, you know what, fuck it. What would Woody Harrelson do in this moment? You got a cowboy up. So I, I put some weight on the bench press, and I bench pressed. And my elbow hurt, so I didn't put a lot of weight on there. But I was still re- doing some reps, getting some up and down. Uh, just putting, you know, just just a little slight 135, nothing big, but trying to loosen up the elbow. And I got to say, after I forced through it, maybe I fixed what was wrong with it because it doesn't hurt now. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm better. I'm hoping I can dribble a basketball off my left hand tonight. Because my elbow has been really jacked up. Okay, anything else? I believe that's all the questions we got. You got any final thoughts? Um, No, but there's a tornado warning about an Hey, what's west, new? So. Seth Hughes is having to dodge a, a tornado down in Alabama. Why the fuck are there so many tornadoes in Alabama? It's in Tornado Alley now. Tornado I actually Alley saw that at the YMCA when I was at the gym. There was a special on the news about Tornado Alley, but they didn't have the sound on, so I couldn't really figure it out. I was like, why we're at the gym? Why are you showing the news that I need to hear and Paul Feinbaum do a radio show, which you need to hear? I didn't understand their their TV selection. Yeah, that doesn't make so, sense. So uh, why is Alabama Tornado Alley? I don't know. It, it used to not be when I was little. We still had them, but it wasn't considered part of Tornado Alley. Now it does. It is considered part Tornado Alley. And, like, you can go 45 minutes north into Tennessee, and they're not going to have tornadoes at all because of the hills. So Alabama's a flat state. I don't know if it's because it's close to the coast, so you get the you can get the the temperature change better. I really don't know why, but apparently there's a tornado warning in Florence and in, in Muscle Shoals. Yeah, I didn't listen to that. I'm sorry. I was I was zoned it's okay. out. It's okay. Uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on winning a Super Bowl. Any thoughts about yeah. that? Uh, when I first met you, you used to tell me you were a Chiefs fan. <laughs> um, You're a big Alex Smith I, fan, I guess. I really like Patrick Mahomes, so good for him. And I'm happy for Andy Reid. Yes, yes. Everyone's got to say they're happy for Andy Reid. Happy for Andy Reid. As a fellow fat man, I am, I am, I'm proud of him for holding it down. The 49ers choked. That's twice now that Shanahan has choked all over himself. Yep, that's pretty bad. Just completely gagged everywhere. That was bad. And I bet he didn't sleep a wink. I bet he didn't care. I bet he just kicked back and did some drugs and went to sleep. Is he a drug addict? I don't know. He looks like Kendall Roy from Succession, though, and Kendall Roy's a drug addict. So when I look at Kyle Shanahan, I think of drugs. That flat bill, too. Yeah, yeah, that, that gives off strong druggy vibes, too. <laughs> it does big time, man. Even though I sometimes wear a flat bill only when I wear my Titans hat. Uh, but, and I don't do drugs, but I do think of drugs when I look at Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. He kind of gives off that. Yikes. That's, that's what I was saying watching that game. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, final thoughts on the NBA trade deadline? Um, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Seems like the Hawks got a what is a what is a pretty good player. I think the Hawks got a pretty good player for basically nothing. That first round pick might that first round pick might not even be a first round pick. Like the Nets could miss the playoffs. They're only in the eight seed by like a game or two. So like they could potentially not even send that first round pick this year. And yep. uh, I want to see Trey have some players that can catch a basketball. And our centers this year have been awful. And we need to fix our defense. And he's he makes 17, 18, and 19 million dollars the next three years. That's better than us trying to pay Andre Drummond like 35 million. I am very, very happy with the move. And I'm and, and I'm really interested to see what the hell the Houston Rockets do. That's what I was about to say. I'm interested to watch a team try to go on a playoff run with a six five center. Uh I was watching Bamani Jones TV show with What's the other dude's name? Pablo Torre. Pablo, yeah. Um, and he was saying that PJ Tucker's the shortest center in NBA history. Yeah, I mean that's he's six foot seven. That shouldn't surprise you. But he has a seven foot wingspan. They were saying that it doesn't matter. He can't jump. I'm just I'm reporting the news. So you watched Bomani Jones and Pablo Torre. I didn't see that coming. I was able to get off work early, and I had it on for a little bit. No judgment. I, I like them. I, I I DVR'd every day, but I only watch it like once a week. There's nothing else on at what three o'clock Central. Yeah, I have quit. What you know, when the Titans were winning, I was watching all that programming, and once the Titans lost, I've like, nope, not watching this anymore. Yeah, but I like Bo Money. I think he's smart. Like I, I keep it on more than I watch it, but I was. Listening, I was pretty interested in their NBA talk. I didn't. The second shortest center in NBA history was Chuck Hayes. Yeah, also a Houston Rocket. Also, also a Houston Rocket. So we'll see. I think Houston's going to try to find a center to play in the playoffs because they're going to need one to play the Lakers and the Nuggets and the Clippers, probably. AKA, all the teams are going to play and the Jazz. So, like, they'll have to find somebody that can at least give some minutes and not old ass Tyson Chandler. We'll see what they do. And that was talking NBA trade deadline with Seth. All right, man, I'm going to go play some basketball. Uh, I love you like a brother, and I will talk to you soon. Later, buddy. I love you too. Bye-bye. See you. What have I gotten myself into this time? Yeah. This is for you. Not you, but you. Tell your friends. They can go. You cool. Got a nigga like me, look at them trying to Avril Lavigne things. Oh, no, hell no, I don't want none of them, baby. Only want you, shawty. Tell me what you about, what you need, how you feeling? You all good, I hear you out. Whatever make you happy, man, said is announced. The shoulder to lean on whenever you in doubt. Cause you deserve the best, some breakfast in bed. Maybe a little head, wait, wait. Let me not get ahead of myself. But now I got your attention, so could you wait right there? Please, it's just one second. Cause if just stay, just stay a little while longer, longer, baby. Promise to make it worthwhile. Do whatever I gotta to see you smile. Come on, so if you just stay, just stay a little while longer, longer, baby. Promise to make it worthwhile. Do whatever I gotta to see you smile. You know we go back, back for the voice. About nothing at all, baby. Don't you worry about a thing. You know you my something special, lady. Just stay, just stay a little while longer. 
longer, baby. Promise to make it worthwhile. Still do whatever I gotta to see you smile. Now I can't front, boo. I had me a whole face. Trying to give it up, though. I'm done with the old ways. We ain't getting younger, shouted. Why would I play with that? Game that you think I'm on, memory card. Save that. You just want control. I get it. I know. You've never had a nigga make you feel like this before. I get it. You're feeling strange. Trust me, it's the same. Can't really explain, but thank God for your daily. Tell you all my secrets like Ryan and shit. If I tell my moms about you, that's as real as it gets. If I tell my pops about you, you hella legit. Trying to turn this into something that we never forget. Ain't the best, ain't the worst, ain't the first, but one to be one of the last things you think about. As you finna lay it down and catch those seeds, but don't do that on me. There's something about us if you discover friends. So as the world keeps turning and the nights get older, if I can stop time to bring you and I closer, you goddamn right, I do whatever I can. Praise the Lord Almighty, I'm your motherfucking man. Just stay, just stay a little while longer, longer, baby. Promise to make it worthwhile. Do whatever I gotta to see you smile. Come on, so if you just stay, just stay a little while longer, longer, baby. Promise to make it worthwhile. Do whatever I gotta to see you smile. You know we go back, back for the voice. About nothing at all, baby. Don't you worry about a thing, you know you my something special, lady. Just stay, just stay a little while longer, longer, baby. Promise to make it worthwhile. Do whatever I gotta to see you smile. Oh, if it's good to have you on my side, yes it do, and I know you know you feel the same way too. <laughs> Oh